and gentlemen, welcome to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us EPE. Today's episode 149, we have Pop Culture Pick'em, Top 5 Shows That Were Cancelled Too Early, World Series Review, and the NFL Week 9 Review. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Hey, I'm not bad. All right. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, funny little thing happened today at work. Uh, had a homie uh, in the group chats on the team's message. Um, he, I guess he had asked his manager um, for because uh, they were giving everybody four hours off to go vote today, right? So he asked his manager for the four hours off to go vote. And then in the group chat, in the team's messages, he starts talking about the voting and the homie goes, oh, is that today? And his manager goes, I thought you voted. Dude, the, it was the funniest shit ever, bro. You just see the guy go offline hella quick. I was like, oh, man, boy just lost his job, dude. So has he, been, has he been back on? He has not been back on, bro. He has not oh, been you, back on. Oh, your boy got fired. I think he got shit can, dude, for lying. Oh, yeah. That's what you get for lying on democracy, though. Look, Did man, you vote like... today, Eric? I didn't say I didn't lie about it though. No, I didn't vote. <laughs> I just didn't lie about it. That's just wild. Like, come on, man. If you gonna do something wrong at work, be on your p's and q's. Like, no doubt. You can't just be at work when you're supposed to be off work. You don't even know it's election day. <laughs> like, bruh, it's been the same like Tuesday since like i was <laughs> yeah it's pretty much known like other holidays move november 8th is election day my guy <laughs> bro it's always the it's always a tuesday bro come on now man yeah i he i don't think he deserves to get fired for that because he ain't the only one who did it but if he got fired i ain't gonna defend him it doesn't get, he doesn't deserve to get fired for doing it. He deserves to get fired for being a dumbass and getting caught doing it. Yeah, I still don't know if four hours is a fireable offense. You've got to be a, probably a pretty shitty employee to not be able to, like, make up that gap. I mean, other people got fired on their day off, so who knows? <laughs> I just, it is, like, couldn't he just make the four hours up? Yeah, just make them work like an extra hour for like eighty percent of the week. Bro, I don't know. I, this honestly, company, we get paid hourly. This company's not on his p's and q's. Anyways, to be fired, is, is that the second for, time you've used the phrase p's and q's in a well, four one, minute this, period? This one's this one's about pay. That's why oh, I, okay. that's why I use p's. Pays pays and qualification. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, they be fucking up. Eric's pay all the time and Eric stresses about everything and he you know Eric has already spent money that he was counting right 100% Eric needs that money he spent it already yo 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 that's it, not new money that's that's, not, that's money, old bro. money I need that money that money that ain't going into a well that's to that's to literally pay off that's to pay off somebody <laughs> that's why he can't go outside people looking for him a hundred percent oh yeah <laughs> people, people are gonna start looking for him a hundred percent all kinds of people looking for me dude so as eric alluded to today is election day in the great united states of america hopefully you did your part to go out there and support democracy 
if you're like the three gentlemen on this podcast who understand the farce that it is based on the electoral college system, <laughs> that our votes in predominantly democratic stations will not have any volition. Therefore, we all shit the bed and decided to turn on our Xboxes instead. This is, all, this, but, this, is a, this is a very non-voting podcast. Hey, I, did, I didn't vote, but I killed some towel heads in Call of Duty, so I did my part as an American. Exactly. Eric, exactly. Russians. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Russians. Russians working with towel heads. <laughs> Red, thank you. Same difference. Jesus. Get it right. It's Russians. Yeah, and if you haven't been paying attention, the Powerball was actually awarded it despite was. them saying that the systems can't crash. Um. A lucky resident in Altadena, California, in the Verdu- Verdugo Mountains. Shout out Verdugo Mountains, which is, I believe, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong. What's what's Verdugo? What's Verdugo mean in Spanish? Shit, beats that, me, dude. Is that executioner? Find out. Maybe I'm just making shit up over here. <laughs> <laughs> Verdugo but, is a surname, Spanish origin, butcher or executioner. Woo-hoo-hoo! Knowledge. Yeah, boy. Shout out. Anyways, uh, shout out to that winner for the $1.9 billion. It's tragic that you actually got it in California, as California, I believe, is the only state in our great union that also state taxes your winnings. So, this- so my, my man's getting like 10% of it. This gentleman um, will be paying a if, if he goes lump sum, right, of the of the one point nine or the two point four or whatever it was, um, will be paying just shy of one billion dollars in taxes. It'll be nine hundred yada 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 yada. That's which incredible because is... it's six. It's it's basically like the 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 law is or the rule of thumb is sixty percent of your lottery goes away, right? I thought it was fifty. I, I think it's you keep, you keep sixty percent. Oh, you keep sixty of it. That's not. Yeah, bad, so it should be about forty-ish percent is gone, uh, and I think it, lump sum impacts it a little harder. I think I think lump sum is you're gonna keep around 45 percent of it. Did you uh, guys have work pools going? No, I don't fuck no, with people I, like so that at work. I don't I don't buy into the lottery system. I've said it. <laughs> shout out shout out Mark Morahan the inter, the uh he calls it the idiot tax. Yeah, so it's a tax on lower income people because if it this podcast is a betting podcast, right? So we like numbers, we like statistics, we like things that we can lend credence to, right? If you do the odd bre- odds breakout of winning the lottery, you're essentially flushing money over. I think I think to win the lottery, you can get struck by lightning like f- four times or some crazy and, stat. And like I, that. I think I think I hear Eric jamming on the keyboard on his mic, but I think it's point like zero zero one percent chance to win the lottery. Yeah, and so it's a, it's a tax so, on poor people because poor people are the only ones who spend their money on these tickets. And then they don't win it, and they don't realize they just gave the government hundreds of dollars. People go in there and buy five hundred tickets. Or yeah, but every but but doesn't everybody have the story of somebody they know? Oh, my uncle, 
He won. No. He won twenty five thousand dollars. Every it seems like everybody you talk to when the Powerball gets big, they have a story of some friend or family member they know nah, who like you've been, won. You've been talking to LeBron James or something? <laughs> nah, I don't talk to LeBron anymore. Yeah, that's a LeBron thing. LeBron <laughs> warned JFK not to rock the drop top, bro. Uh, All right, so here's a, here's a little stat for you guys. Um, if you were to buy one lottery ticket each week. You would expect to win the lottery once every three hundred and sixty-nine thousand years. Oh, so that plus two thousand parlay don't look so bad now, do it? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you want, if you really want to do lottery, get into sports betting. Hundred percent, and just least, bet parlays. At least you have a better statistical chance of seeing a victory in your lifetime, vice just <laughs> flushing money away. Right. It's unreal. Everyone everyone's gets so hype about the Powerball, and I try not to shit on anyone's parade, but I'm just like, yo, it's a poor people tax. If you're not smart enough to understand numbers, and no disrespect, usually if you're poor, you're not very intelligent. Usually, <laughs> statistically. Um, well, so but it's, wait, it's, I'm poor. It, it, it's a tax on that. And so, no, you're not, bro. You have financial privilege. You're not concerned where your next meal comes from. You're not concerned about having a roof over your head next month. Like, you're not concerned of that. That's exactly so what I'm concerned about. I'm moving apartments next month. I don't know where my next roof is going to come from. Well, you were supposed to be here next month, so that's on you. <laughs> well, Eric still got that homie who has that job. I'm just saying. You, all you have to do is do a cover letter. The one thing that we've all bitched. <laughs> yeah, fuck cover letters, dude. I'm not writing you fan fiction on why I should be with your job. Why not? You do it when you're in person. Yeah, dude, but that's in person. Look, I mean, look at me, dude. I can convince anyone that I'd be good to work in person. Oh, yeah, dude. Trust me. The women still haven't learned their lesson. Charisma. <laughs> Charisma. Charisma. Well, uh, let's go ahead and add all my attributes to persuasion. <laughs> That's 100% what I do. <laughs> and no video game character has ever been persuaded like I can. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the pop culture pick'em. <clears throat> uh, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, top five shows that were canceled too early. I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to Eric. The order for today is Eric, myself, and Nick. God, this is a hard one. It's very yeah. difficult. I, uh, I started compiling a list, and I was like, I'm just going to wing it with my first pick. Pretty sure I'm gonna steal one of Jermaine's here. Fuck it, you gotta you know roll the dice. Uh, Mixology. If you guys have never seen it, it's a fucking epic show. It's hilarious. It only had one season, but man, I wish they would have given us more seasons of that. One hundred percent. Mixology. If you haven't seen it, the one season's still worth watching. It's fire. Um, sticking in the sitcom genre, which is probably my favorite genre of television. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take happy endings here. Happy endings, another sitcom. It has um man, it has I always forget her name. I think it's Alicia Cuthbert, but she was in the girl girl next door. And it has um man, I was gonna say coach from you girl, but what's his what's his name, Eric? <laughs> One of the Wayne's brothers. One I can't of the remember Wayne's. There's like 87 of them. No disrespect to them. Most of them have made me laugh multiple times in my life. Um, yeah, it's actually got a pretty good cast, and, and so like, I think that was that's a it's a fantastic show. And 
you see all these other shows get a bunch of seasons. It's like, how did this one not get it? Like Grey's Anatomy, I guess what's her name? Shonda Grimes will just not let it die because it makes too too. Is it Shonda, Shonda? Grimes? Shonda, or whatever. Rhonda. Mrs. Grimes left the show. <laughs> she actually left the show. She was only attached as a producer, you know, just to keep her name on there and keep getting checks. She left. A bunch of people were like, oh, she's gone. Let's make our exit. And then the main bitch started complaining and they brought Shonda Rhimes. Sh- yeah. Shonda Rhimes. They brought Rhimes. she came back and now they're just running this bitch into the ground. Mer- Meredith wants it to end. She's openly said it like over and over again. So let me get this right. Her company that developed and wrote and created the show is no longer getting paid for the show that she wrote, developed and created with her company. No, no. She left as far as involvement with writing and stuff like that. It was still her company producing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. She was still cashing checks the whole time. She just wasn't involved, but then she came back for the last two seasons uh, don't ask me how I'm so involved in Grey's Anatomy, but <laughs> oh wait, yeah, honestly, that is the follow-up question. <laughs> that is the so question that I so had. You're saying Shonda Rhimes is now mm-hmm. back for the has been back for the last two seasons. See, oh, that's what you were telling. Are they better, Eric? Are they better than the seasons before? Nothing will beat seasons like one through ten, bro. I After love that, it, I I love that, dude. That you actually answered that. That means you're just on the Grey's Anatomy train. Bro, look, there was a girl, it's a right? Show. Yada, yada, yada. I had to watch the show. I got hooked. Like, it is what you it is. You didn't have to watch any show, dude. You watched it willingly. Just like it's- any man in a relationship does. You came in, you bitched that you had to watch the show, you sat down, and then you got invested in it more than she was. Oh, 100%. I left her ass in the dust. <laughs> and that's fine, dude. That's what a man does. We commit. We commit to that show, and then it's our show. No, and first of all, like, if you didn't think the first season of Grey's Anatomy was good, but your opinion is wrong. Like, the first season was fire. I see how people got hooked. I've Bro. seen episode from the, episodes from the latest season, and I do not know how people are still watching it. Listen, so. people people get hooked on Game of Thrones. I know it's different. It's completely different. One's an HBO show. One's an ABC drama. But the story writing, like, the storytelling – the way they just yank characters away from you that you fall in love with, people are dying left and right every season. Like the shit was, bro. It's a well, it was a well written show. And fuck you if you're a hater, bro. That's all I gotta say. Now, now it sucks though. It should be kept. yeah. So hundred percent. If you're defending it to this day, come on now. <laughs> all right, Nick. Wait, what's so your, is, she, what's is your Shonda Rhimes still part of the show or not? Yeah. She left. She took a vacation and came back for the last two seasons. Okay. All right. So so I'll go with my first pick. I'll go with the show that that everybody mentions in their shows that should have gone longer. It's got to be the Nathan Fillion Firefly. I, I mean, I mean, what do you want? Another, a, a sci-fi show that ended too soon? Like, n- no, give me more. I want more. That's uh, a great show. It was a great show. Why, one and once, I think it only got one season, right? Like one, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah one, I'm looking here 10 at the episode yeah. season. Joss, Joss Whedon? 14 episode season oh it's 14 episodes yeah I was yeah i mean it's it's like oh damn y'all are talking about this shit came out in 2003 dude firefly was a great fucking show ahead of its time bro of its never time. seen it ahead of its time it's uh, it's inspired it's inspired the whole kind of like space genre the whole rogue look at dude guardians of the galaxy 
was was inspired by Firefly. Firefly, like this lovable rogue type of character. The lovable space pirate rogue was in, was started by Firefly. Yeah, maybe, like Han, maybe Han Solo in Star Wars, but well, I mean, there's you know they pull from different things, but yeah, Firefly is the modern day precursor to a lot of things that people have done in space. Um, yeah, I mean. No, my what else second, can I say? Nobody's complaining with this. This is a fire first first three picks. What do you got now, Nick? My second pick. Did you guys ever see the animated Hulu series, the Modoc animated series with Patton Oswalt as Modoc? No, the Marvel fucking. Yeah. I've seen a few episodes and it's absolutely fucking preposterous. <laughs> it's bro. so great, dude. It's such a great series that was just canned after one season. That's so funny, bro. That you. It's said so that. funny because it it ran. It first of all, it ran not on Disney Plus. I don't think it ran with Marvel. I don't know what connection it had to Marvel, but it was just so outrageous that, it, like, it was just Patton Oswalt playing animated Modoc, a villain in the Marvel series. For those of you who don't know, and it was it was just a fun, entertaining series that that. Should have came. That should have ran for a little bit. But I, didn't. I, I agree. Well, I didn't really watch it that much. But from what I saw, it was a good. It was very entertaining. So I'm actually shocked that a cartoon didn't kind of succeed like that. Um, my next for my pick, I'm going to stay in the superhero realm, and it's the oft forgotten, never talked about 2019 hit. That was a casualty of DC's, to put it, night, put oh, it kindly, no. was their inability to run a company to make money. That's DC's biggest flaw. Um, Swamp Thing. Oh. I thought you were going to refer to the Harley Quinn series. No, I didn't like that show. No? No. I mean, it was all right, but it felt like it was trying too hard. And it was like, like yo, you have the show about a female lead, with like the second main character also a female lead, and yet you still have to somehow preach to me and make it woke, and all this other stuff. I'm like, you That's got true. the character right there. That's you won. True. You got the female character, the lead everyone wants to see. Everyone is tuning in and excited to see it, and still somehow. Somehow you get on your goddamn soapbox and just make it about all this fucking nightmares of a thing. It's it's very obnoxious. Actually, I don't even think that show's canceled. I think it just had a new season come out. Oh. But well, let's move on to Eric's uh, final pick of the second round. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. I think it only had one. I think it only had one season. It's called The Brink. On HBO yeah. with Jack pick, Black and Tim Robbins. That show, bro, that show's hysterical. The, that show fucking, was... the pilots who get ejected. Yeah. <laughs> the pilots who they get ejected, I forget. It's oh, they go. I forget what country it's over. It's like they're flying in maybe Iranian airspace or Pakistani airspace. No, the whole thing the sky. whole thing has to do with Iran and Pakistan and them literally trying to prevent world war three from happening yeah it's just, it's just and, fucking hilarious and the secretary of uh state is like a drunken fucking miscreant 
<laughs> oh, dude, it's such a good show that should not have been canceled. Big facts. Um, and then to start the third round off, my third pick, <sighs> the newsroom. We got three seasons of it, but I think they could have given us at least six. I love that show. I don't know if it was. I I I think it was. I don't know if I agree with canceled too early, but it's a good show. So if there was more seasons of it, I don't think I'd be. Yeah, it was a good show. I don't think I'd be upset if there was more seasons. Um, let's see. Well, drawing a blank already, boys. <laughs> this is uh, unbelievable. I should probably have done a Google search, but I'm going to go ahead and take Sense8 on Netflix. My goodness, I got something in my eye. Sorry. So Sense8, for those of you who haven't seen it, and it's probably everyone on this podcast, Sense8 <laughs> is 100%. a group of people from all around the world that are all linked together and this show was shot on location at all the spots they had so they had like a girl in london they had someone in egypt they had someone in new york someone in mexico right and they're all linked together and there was like an underlying plot and what they what they did is like people were out to kill them because they were sensates and you can you can tap into the other person's knowledge or the other person could tap into you to help you out in a situation. So like in one of them, right? So somebody who knows martial arts goes to, I think, Nigeria or Kenya or travels into the person's body and saves the person in Kenya and by fighting the people off who are trying to kill him with machetes. That's dope. Bro, it was Netflix's most ambitious show at the time. It had the biggest budget. It was filmed on all the locations. All the actors were dope. The story they were telling was fantastic. And Netflix just canned it because it was too much money to keep making and nobody was watching it. Sense 8, huh? Sense 8 on Netflix. It is dope. Ah, it was a great original idea that should not have been canceled. I mean, that sounds like a dope show. I, I Do either of you remember the Fox show that was called Terra Nova? I've heard the name. I never watched it. But they, like, went back in time where there was dinosaurs, right? So they basically came from a future in which they had fucked Earth up. <laughs> So oh, they went. familiar. So they went 85 million in, in years into the past. And like establish this colony. Why so far back? <laughs> it, it had it, it, it had a guy named it had a guy named Stephen Lang. If you don't know who Stephen Lang is, he's the main protagonist in Avatar. He's the Marine Colonel in Avatar. He was a good guy in this show. It was a no, it he was, was the main antagonist in Avatar, right? It, antagonist, sorry, yeah. He was the main protagonist in this show. Because he was like the first person to travel back to the past. And like he set up this camp and he was like, there's dinosaurs all around. But it was essentially like, what what would happen if we went back to Jurassic Park in in the Jurassic era? It I was mean, a great it was a great show. You could literally go back to like 
Shut up. 1850. Nah, who we could reset everything and not have to go all the way back to dinosaurs. No. no. Uh, my we got to go 85 million back. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why they canceled it, Eric, because people like you didn't watch, but it was an awesome show. <laughs> oh, man. oh, I agree. Go ahead. What's the next one? Uh, My next pick. Uh, is a show that actually got canceled twice. And I don't know if any of you have, have seen this show. CBS show, 2007. It was a show called Jericho. Oh, man. That sounds familiar as fuck, too. Jericho was a show. A from Prison Break? It does. Jericho is the show in which residents of a small Kansas town witness basically a mushroom cloud go up over Denver and they have to like figure out what happened. Cause like all communications go down. Like they don't know what's happening and they're in this small Kansas town. So it got canceled. It got aired in 2007, got can't got pushed by the fans to bring it back. Canceled pushed by the fans to bring it back. They brought it back uh, for a cut down seven episode season in 2008 and then got cut again apparently there's graphic novels that continue the that continue the show but i haven't read them nah damn that's crazy it's such a great it's such a great show because it is two things that i love which is post-apocalyptic stuff and the midwest (laughs) shout out uh cowboys and aliens Oh, dude, I do love Cowboys Cow- and Aliens. What a show. Cow- <laughs> or no, what a movie. It's, yeah, the Daniel Craig. I don't know yeah. why I love that movie. But I, I love Daniel Craig, and I love that movie. I honestly don't know if it is, was even that good. Like, if I, I went think, back I and watched it, it, I don't think it was that good. But I remember but loving that was it original? What? Was it original? Well, I mean, I enjoyed it. But yeah. I like some bad movies. Like, I can admit that. Like The Dictator. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and no response. Jermaine Sorry. was just like no response to that one. I just I heard the dictator. And I was just like ah, I don't even know. Uh, so it's my it's my pick, right? See, so I'm fucking struggling here, but I remember watching this as a kid with my older brother. Um, freaks and geeks, freaks and geeks. Um, talk about cast, bro. Talk about just a cast of people that went on to just absolutely fucking become just legends as actors. Well, in my opinion, legends. It's a who of heavy hitters. I I never watched the show when it was on, but looking back now and just seeing the cast of like James Franco, Seth Rogen, Jason Segel, Jason Segel. Like I mean, the it is girl, it is the two girls I can never remember. But right, one's from Cougar Town, and <laughs> right. one is in like all kinds of shenanigans, right. bro. I can never remember their names though. Did you guys see the Netflix uh, revamp of it? The uh, Freaks and Geeks, My Wet Hot American Summer, or whatever it was. No, no, that's not the same thing. That's wet. That's that that's, is a that's whole. Wet, that's, a, that's, that's wet hot wet, American hot, summer. Wet hot American. Oh, summer. that's the whole thing. Oh shit! Yeah, same that's cast. A whole new God thing. damn, they have so, the whole. Same cast and everything. So that was a movie they made together, Wet Hot American Summer, except they were all y- young, and then Netflix decided to make like a season of it when they all go back. So that whole crew was just making TV shows and movies together. Back they the all day. ran together, yeah. So they're wow. similar to like Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider. Um, That's dope. 
And you know the rest of the crew that hangs out with Adam Sandler. Those dudes that are always in his movie playing super funny roles like delivering fucking Chinese <clears throat> food or being gay brothers who are at Hooters together. Or not gay brothers, but gay, uh, you know what I'm trying to say here. Gay it's, lovers. There you go. Why could I not remember that word? Because love is fake. All right, Eric, what's your next pick? Oh, man. Well, you stole, not stole, but you took my next pick. So I'm going to have to pivot real hard here. And uh, You guys ever seen the show Banshee? Yeah, I thought that show got like five seasons, though. It's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. Yeah, we should have put like a rule on it. Eric's giving me fully fledged TV shows. Nah, it's not enough. Anyway, it's a badass show. Dude, like, is like a wanted criminal, moves into a city. He's like a badass motherfucker. Uh, basically, like, helps restore, like, order to the town and goes head to head with a drug dealer and various drug dealers throughout the seasons and stuff. It's a really good show. Um, and then I guess with my next pick, man, I'm hurting here. I'm going to have to say law and order SVU. 20 years was not enough. They had to keep that going. Nobody believes you, Eric. Make Nobody believes pick. you at all, dude. Pick another pick. <laughs> Fuck, Come on, man. Bro. You fucking man, bum, you dude. Fucking killing liar. me, dude. Killing me. Uh... Bro, you haven't even watched a season of Law & Order. I only watch it when I'm, like, super baked on the couch. And it's like I forget to put something on it. It pops on on TNT. Um, Man, this is tough. Because I really wasn't prepared. I really thought I was going to get Freaks and Geek. And then... uh. Man, give me one second here, guys. Give me one second here. <laughs> It'll come to me. Um, man, I got nothing, dude. I guess better off Ted. Ran for one year. It was a comedy. Uh, I guess you could say like scientists, and it's like the it's the story of the manager or or. What would you call like would lead scientist? Would that be what it's called? What was the name of this one? Better off Ted. Hmm. Never heard no? of it. Can't help what was it about? Give me a plot, Eric. Uh it's just a team of scientists, and they're just like a bunch of goofballs, a bunch of weirdos, and it's just them interacting in the office with the lead scientist, and he's just trying to keep it all together so they can get the research project done and stuff. Um, but it's just funny shenanigans. Like it's not one of my favorite shows ever, but pressed for time, so <laughs> better off Ted it is. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that's so funny dude man my my pick now i think it's my pick. Jermaine's pick it's uh, my, Jermaine's pick. It's my right. last pick and i've been trying to figure out i can't remember the name of the show but it's a it's a sci-fi it was a sci-fi show about a dude who was a uh cop in a city of paranormals and he was like an investigator and so all these people had like powers and shit and he was like a cop in the town but he didn't have powers but it was a sci-fi show and i may have described it infinitely wrong <laughs> since i haven't seen this show in forever but um i don't know i can't find i can't find the name of the show so I, i'm gonna sit here and, and try to <laughs> think of something shows Damn. that were canceled too soon that's i crazy. just got one that i could have that would have been way better than better off ted fucking eric 
Go ahead, dude. Nobody's gonna fight you. You want to? No, I'll, I'll let Nick take his pick first. I don't want to steal it from him just in case. Yeah. Shit. I don't even know. This is. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh, uh, I'm about to slap you bitches over the head with my last one. I'm surprised that you guys did not pick this. You too. I'm surprised you did not pick this. Oh. I don't know, man. Maybe. I'm gonna defer. Go ahead, Nick. You can now. Now, now I had to look up when this ran, okay? But I'm gonna. I want to see if you guys can get this. It premiered in 2001, August of 2001, and it ran for four seasons until September 2004. It was a Cartoon Network show, but they never concluded the overall story. And we never got a conclusion to this man's story. Johnny Bravo. I'm, of course, referring to the show Samurai Jack. Oh, man. Gone too soon. Yeah, I'm all right with missing that one. That's a great pick, though. (laughs) And my final pick, dude, Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack, and then they brought it back. And I don't remember when they brought it back. They brought it back for like a, a season five or something. Oh, I think it was recent when it went. Yeah, uh, they recently brought it back and it was awful. Yeah, it was not. It was so bad. Was it woke? No, it was. It was just. It was just bad. Mm. Damn, Jermaine, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say mine now. So the one that clearly flew over my head should have been my number one pick, Chappelle Show. That it's probably my favorite show of all time. Why do we need Chappelle when we have Kim Peel? Eric signed off. <laughs> I wish I had a real life version of the Birdman meme. You put some respect on my name, bro. Don't ever put those two Nimrods in the same category as Chappelle, bro. Did you mean to say something else that started with an NI, Eric? No. Or Arrested Development. That was a good show. I don't think. I think Arrested Development ended exactly when it should have. Damn it. Man, I just, I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a big arrested development fan. Can I is is that a dirty secret? No, huh? it's a, it's a it's like the office. It's a very specific brand of humor and it's very easy to miss on a lot of people. Like the office is not as good as everyone says it is. I don't think the office was very good either. I mean, I I've watched enough of it that I'm like it's it's quotable. I Damn. don't like to cringe when I'm watching stuff. Like and just sometimes when when Michael would say shit in the show, I'd be like, Ugh. "Speaking like, of Hello Ladies, if you don't like cringe, Eric, you should watch Hello Ladies." Not hard pass, bro. Eric, how do you think I how do you think I feel right, doing uh, these podcasts? Everything you say, I gotta cringe at. Well, Tighten right, up so, that butthole, so bro. I'm gonna wrap up this pop culture pick. My final pick is gonna be Wolverine and the X Men. Um, what a fantastic goddamn cartoon! Wait, they wasn't made, I right? the last pick? <laughs> I, oh, you I, deferred. I, you I deferred. deferred, so I have to fit, wrap it up. I mean, my list would have been better than all yours combined, anyway. So, shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, Eric, give us the list back. Poor favor. All right, so top five shows that were canceled too early. I had Vixology, The Brink, Newsroom, Banshee. And Chappelle Show, Jermaine had Happy Endings, Swamp Thing, Sense8, Freaks and Geeks, and Wolverine and the X-Men. Nicholas had Firefly, Modoc, 
uh, Terra Nova, Jericho, and Samurai Jack. Fire list. My list wins. It's a fire list. No chance. Bro, have Terra Nova. Terra Nova was so good. Dude. Keep that. It was Jericho, so good. Keep that. Modok, keep that. Bro, you, you got two. Me- you got two hits on that, bro. Miss me with this list. Just because you guys weren't raised on television. What? I know, you I guys were watching fucking Telemundo. Just because these, just because these weren't the greatest hits of Telemundo, it's not my problem. Look, or sorry, Eric, look, Italian look, Telemundo, whatever be, you need. Just because you had a mom, dad, and all their parents that they ran through. I don't. Uh, I don't. Does, I don't. Doesn't mean that we weren't raised by television. I don't. I don't know if you know my family history, Jermaine. That's what I said. Your mom, your dad, and all the people they ran through. So, like, all the hosts of, of <laughs> moms yeah, and dads you yeah. got. Just hell it. Hell it. A lot of P's and V's in your life, bro. I like to call them my step 52-man roster. 100%, bro. <laughs> we could feel the World Cup squad. Oh, I bet we could, yeah. <laughs> With all of our step parents. Bro, seriously, that Wolverine and the X-Men show? It's only one season, but it's, it's fucking dope, dude. It if takes, you say so, dude. Takes place in multiple timelines. And so they're trying to piece together what the hell happened. It has the MRD. It's pretty tight, bro. Speaking of honorable mention, Happy. Have you guys ever seen that show? Dude. Yes, that show is epic. The dude the dude sees his is a disgruntled cop who sees his little girl's imaginary friend who is a unicorn. <laughs> it's Pat like Oswald, a, too. It's like a unicorn donkey with wings. Yeah. And he's trying to Get the dad to rescue the little girl. It's based off a comic book. It is dark humor. It is outstanding. He fucks people up with that show, too. It's a great show. He fights this, like, super-powered, um, I don't know, you can cancel me if you want, but retarded Santa Claus, who, <laughs> like, who is kind of, like, mentally ill. And it's just a wicked good show, bro. It's a wicked. What's so funny over there, Eric? Nothing. All right, let's go ahead and get into uh, the World Series. Nick, are you ready to discuss yeah. the passion that is Major League Baseball? Yeah. Listen, I want I want to apologize to all the viewers out there. Right? We said we put this bet down. We said we'd put a yeah, hundred dollars each. That the Phillies would win the World Series. They were built to win the World Series. We'd say they win it in five. Uh, that didn't come true. Uh, the Phillies took game one on a pretty good comeback. Despite uh, the Strohs cheating. Despite the Astros cheating. Uh, game two would have been what game one looked like if the Phillies hadn't come back to win. Uh, with the Astros jumping out to an early lead and the Phillies scoring a couple runs there. The Phillies in game three in typical Phillies fashion. Uh, Lance McCulvers was tipping his pitches and the Phillies hit five home runs off him and won seven nothing. Game four, the Astros then responded uh, and beat the Phillies five nothing. Then game five was a lot closer, more of a bullpen game. The Astros won it three two. 
And then going back to Houston to clinch the game, the Astros won uh, game six, four to one, won the series four to two. So for those of you at home, we gave you a couple of stats before this World Series started. We said that every time the Philadelphia Phillies or the uh, Philadelphia baseball team has won the World Series, that the U.S. financial market has collapsed, 1929, 1980, and 2008. So we don't have financial collapse this year, but the uh, Astros won the World Series. So you you get to decide what's worse. Uh, the, the one good thing to come out of this um, is the fact that uh, the Astros uh, – Player Jeremy Pena, the rookie, was named World Series MVP. Uh, a great story from him. I mean, a, a guy that in his first year in the league was able to be such a uh, contributor to the Astros in, in, in the World Series. Fuck the Astros, man. Uh, but I mean, dude, like, fuck the Astros. I I, I think we said I think we said this. And this will wrap up our baseball preview for the year. But, like, once the Braves went out, and once all, like, the fun teams in the end, once, once the Rays and the Blue Jays and and that, and the, and the Guardians went out in the AL, I, w- I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be excited for any team to make it out. I was not excited in the NLCS. I was not excited in the ALCS. Mattress Mack. Won the biggest payout in betting history. Finally, he, he's already he he's put what fifty million dollars on the Astros to win the World Series, and he finally hit seventy five mil. I like I, I know we're supposed to be a sports podcast, and we're supposed to cover this. Who gives a fuck? The, yeah, uh, that's that's a drop in the bucket for that man. You know what I mean? No, I, 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 I'm just saying, like, like who, who, like, the Astros, like, why is it that I just didn't care about this World Series? As, as the baseball fan of the podcast, can you two non-baseball fans tell me why I didn't care about this World Series? I don't know. It had storylines. It had good storylines. But, dude, to be honest, I was the same way. I was unconcerned the World Series was happening. And typically, World Series is appointment. It's a stop. It's 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 a, it's a, it's a, it's a po- stop all. It's a watch. It, it's a, hey, I don't care what events are going on. These six games that I – or these seven days that the game is booked, I will be in front of a TV watching this game. And you truthfully – I, I would try to go to bars where this game was playing, but if it wasn't playing at the bar I'd go to, I was like, okay, whatever. It kind of felt like nobody wanted the Strohs to win. We all kind of had a, nut, a gut feeling the Strohs were going to win, and I only watched partial. Like I only watched each game partially, and the only entertaining game in the entire six game series was Game Three. Oh, oh, all the all the game all one the was games, kind of entertaining. All the games were entertaining. Game one was awesome. Game two, you felt like game one was about to happen at any at, at any brink. Game three, watching the Phillies hit all those home runs, great. Game four, watching the no Astros, hitters. watching the Astros blow it open with a no hitter. Game five was close. All these games were entertaining, but I take a look back at this World Series. I'm like, there was no game that I was like really excited to watch 
It's a, it's going to be one of the more forgettable World Series for me. Uh, I don't know why the star power was there. Both sides had pitching star power. Both sides had uh, skill position star power uh, from top to bottom on the rosters. Um, I really don't know. I I really don't know what the (laughs) issue was, but there was something that definitely. Oh, on the upside, shout out to Dusty. What what is it? Four thousand years, and you finally got a <laughs> got a World Series. Something like that. I mean, Nick owes that man an apology. Is he gonna give him one? Nope. <laughs> so Nick, Nick uh, came on here and said Dusty Baker was a dusty manager who was no good. Dusty and- Baker is a dusty manager who's all good. He's seventy three, and this is his first World Series. People talk about the fact that he beat a guy named Jack McKeon. Jack McKeon, as a manager, they said, oh, you know, he beat Jack McKeon. Jack McKeon was uh, 75 when he won his World Series. Jack McKeon won with the 2003 Florida Marlins. His career record was 1,051 wins and 990 losses. Jack McKeon lucked into a World Series. Maybe not lucked. The 2003 Florida Marlins were were a decent team. Dusty Baker, just like this old man, Jack McKeon, lucked into a World Series. I don't know if I agree. The Astros have had hella turnover by position. Okay. And the pitching rotation is completely different from the World Series before. In fact, the Strohs pitching rot like their starting pitching rotation was wasn't very good. And Justin Verlander is a fucking what is up with him in the postseason? <laughs> like, yeah, he's, not, he's he's the he's the worst Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> Yo, that's saying something. I don't know. He was also brought in to right the ship on a franchise that was in fucking dire straits after that trash can beating scandal. He navigated that whole thing and kept them wildly competitive when we didn't expect anything from them uh, until they got back to it. Like he's developing the talent on his roster. Like I always thought Dusty Baker was a good manager. In, in, in my opinion, but I'll I'll allow the slander. I'm not going to sit here and go to war for Dusty Baker. Like that's that's <laughs> not one of my. Uh... Let me ask you this: John Madden or Dusty Baker? John Madden. You think John Madden's a better manager than Dusty 100%. Baker? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. Two, three, four, five. Hold on. Six, seven. Eight. Dusty Baker, in his 25-year manager career, has had eight seasons in which he has won over 95 games. Yeah, but that's... And he has one World over, Series. The winning, man can't coach in the playoffs. Winning over 95 games is incredibly difficult He can't in coach in the playoffs. I don't care. This if is you, We're, we're going to be having the same... winning a 95-game season is impressive. We're going to be having the same argument that we have about Dave Roberts. 
No, because it, D- Dave Roberts is legitimately a bad. Dusty Baker like, on this Dusty Dodgers. Dusty Baker is legitimately a bad Dust, manager in no, the postseason. No, Dusty Baker in the postseason is better than Dave Roberts. D- Dusty Baker wins at least a second World Series that Dave Roberts blew. Are we sure? Yes, 100%. I, will, I am so sure. Eric, what are you doing over there? We can hear that. Oh. Dusty Baker has only won 52% of his games in the postseason. He's yeah. essentially 50-50 when you get Com- him in the postseason. Compared to who? Who are we comparing Dusty Baker to? Oh, uh, Managers. Which ones? Because there's not a lot of good managers in baseball. If you're not coaching the Dodgers, I mean, sorry, if you're not managing the Dodgers, the Yankees, you're not guaranteed to make it to the playoffs over and over again. Dusty Baker was the manager for the Rangers when they blew it in the World Series twice, right? Dusty Baker, 25 years, three pennants, one World Series. Dave Roberts, eight years, three pennants, one World Series. Dave Roberts had the Dodgers! His whole career! Dusty Baker had had the early 2000s Giants! The early 2000s Giants were, no, they were not. The early 2000s Giants. Take a look at the early 2000s Giants. Please, read me the early 2000s Giants roster. Eric, pull it up. We are, every time we talk about those Giants teams, they overachieved. No way. You love that pitching staff because it's your childhood. That pitching staff was not as good as you think it is in your head. With fucking Tim Lincecum. Get the fuck out of here with Tim Lincecum. Tim Lincecum was so good. The same as this Dodgers squad. Get the fuck out of here. 100%, dude. Are you kidding me? Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger. Like, you could casually name how ridiculous these Dodgers teams are. So, I just just picked the 2002 Giants. And uh, Barry Bonds, Jeff Kent, Russ Ortiz, Reggie Sanders, David Bell, Kirk Reuter. Benito Santiago, Rob Nen, Jason no, Schmidt. Thank you for the no-name value. Please keep going. Kenny Lofton. This is because you didn't grow up. You you weren't baseball fans then. I watched a fuck ton of baseballs in the 2000s. Levon Hernandez, Sean Estes, Mark Gardner, Joe Nathan, Felix Hernandez, Rob Nen. Those were like, that's primetime players. And I just they named are pitching not, They are not the same as these Dodger teams. It's JT not Snow, even Jeff close. Kent, Rich Aurelia, Bobby Bonds, Alex Burks. You're not, that is not, that's, those are the primetime players in 2000. And I just named the 2000, the 2000 Dodgers or the 2000 Giants. They are not primetime players, bro. Nick, Nobody you... re- remembers any of those names. Dusty Baker had some of the best teams that he was managing, and he's won one World Series at 73. Congratulations. The man's old. He's not a good manager. I'm. I, he's better than Dave Roberts. He's not better than Dave Roberts. 100%. You could coach the Dodgers to the fucking three pennants in one World Series. Yeah, because that's because I'm great. Please. Neither of them are good managers. We're not disagreeing at that. Eric, that is your question. I just want to – what did you say Dusty's playoff win percentage was? 52%. Oh, scratch my argument. I was going to say Phil Jackson's only 68%. 
Never yeah, mind. that's way I better. Thought you, I thought you said 62%. That's why I oh, was. Oh, yes. Let's pick the greatest coach in NBA history. Let's that's what I was. Dusty Thank Baker, you, Eric. The greatest Thank coach you, in NBA Eric. history. Yeah. Can we compare him to some fucking other managers that get a fuck ton of shine? Now, here, now here's the question. Who Tony LaRusso's fucking trash. Tony LaRusso. I know that. That's I'm not arguing that. Wait, hold on. Tony, Tony LaRusso? He's trash. Like the fired White Sox manager? Yes, like the old yes. man who should never have been hired again. Yes. But like Bob, but look at like Bobby Cox. What's Bobby P- Cox postseason? Who the what's, fuck what's, is Bobby Cox? What do you mean who the fuck is Bobby Cox? Who's that? Is he the greatest he's the manager fucking, of all time? <laughs> maybe. He's the Braves manager throughout the, the, their entire 90s dynasty. You're not defending the Braves who can't win in the 90s, are you? You're you're shit on Dusty Baker and you're picking Bobby Cox who couldn't win because, in the nineties. Oh my god, dude! Dusty Baker is not Bobby Cox. That's that's not the argument. But you pick someone who could never get it done in the nineties with arguably one of the greatest stretch of rosters ever. The Braves were fire all of the nineties and never. How many World Series did they win in the nineties, Nick? One. Oh, okay. And Dusty Baker has. One. Okay. What the fuck are you like? What? The, so that dude who you say is so good also didn't get it done. So he's essentially what is Dusty it? Baker. Is it, Eric. All right. So I'm gonna read it. So here are the top ten major league baseball managers with the winningest postseason percentages. Number one. Does it tell you how many World Series they have? It does not. Okay. Do you want that? No. Okay, number one, Joe McCarthy, 69%. Number two, Terry Francona, 62%. Number three, Sparky Anderson, 61%. Four, Joe Torre, 59%. Casey Stengel, 58%. Charlie Manuel, 56%. Earl Weaver, 56%. Connie Mack, 55%. Tony LaRusso, 55%. Miller Huggins, 54%. And Ron Washington, 54%. Joe McCarthy, by the way, uh, won one. Joe McCarthy won eight pennants and seven World Series. Now that's damn good. If he went, he won, bro. All right, so Eric, those are the top ten winningest winningest coaches in sorry managers in MLB history, correct? In yes. postseason history, in postseason, postseason, in postseason history, yes, yes. Number ten on that list was fifty four. Dusty Baker is fifty two percent. Yeah, so he's not top ten. <laughs> Bro, he's off by two percentage points. My man's guard. I don't. Good. He's not a good fucking manager. Oh my god! How, how many of these managers on the list have coached for as long as Dusty Baker have? Yeah, it, it's statistics Almost at this point. It's statistics at this point that Almost you'll get a World Series. Almost congratulations, all of them. Terry, Dusty. Terry congratulations, Francona's Dusty. Like thir- you, thirty years. Congratulations, Dusty. You didn't die to win a World Series. How Great. many years did John John McCarthy coach, Nick? Joe. Terry, Terry, Joe McCarthy, Terry Francona is more 24, than right now. 24, one less, one less, one oh, less. Okay, so one you're comparing less. him to the greatest of one all less. time. One you less. You understand what you're saying? You're building the, the my greatest manager of all you. time won seven World Series. Okay, in 24 Dusty, years. Dusty that Baker's is the peak. 25 years. That's 25 the years. Peak. He's made three pennants. That's and the he's peak. won one. That's the peak. The peak is seven in 24 years. Jermaine. That's one in four. You could coach for 25 years and no, win a World Series. No. 
Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You, you are Dusty Baker. Terry Francona has coached for 30 plus years as well. No, he has not. Terry Francona was coaching the fucking Red Sox <laughs> in the early. No, he was not. Terry Francona has coached for 22 years and has won two World Series. He has one more in two, in three less seasons. And you one would more? consider Terry Francona good, correct? A better, a better manager than, than Dusty Baker. Oh my God. Because he's bro. still 63. He can still coach for 10 more years. I'm so, I, you know what? You know what? Fine, Jermaine. You win. I'll admit this on the podcast. I'm glad Dusty Baker finally ran into a fucking World Series. Great. He finally he finally managed to put the fucking combination of players on the field to win a fucking World Series. You're right. I should be praising Dusty Baker for spending 73 years in this league and winning a World Series. He's a great manager. I digress. I digress. Dusty Baker my didn't hands up start coaching Dusty, until he was in his 50s. I'll throw my hands up and say Dusty Baker, in his 25 years, he's made three pennants with some of the greatest teams that he has ever coached. He coached the Giants. He coached the Cubs. He coached the Astros during their prime. And he made three pennants and one World Series. Good for you, Dusty Baker. You finally won one. Now you can die happy. Your argument is that it's not impressive. Terry not Francona impressive. has started managing early, earlier, so he's going to have a much longer career. And in the same amount of years, only has one more World Series than him. It's not the same amount of years. It is three years less. It's, so it's, it's not the same amount of years. And it's 22 two, to 25. And he has two World Series. That's it. He has one more. That's it. That's all he has. It's not like he's out-dueling Dusty Baker by a shit ton. It's not like we're comparing Phil Jackson with 11. Like, that is insane to belittle the man who's done exactly the same thing as all these other dudes. You just don't like Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker's not that good. He's not that good of a manager. Then, then number 10, who has two percentage points more winning on the top 10 list, two percentage points more, probably isn't that good either then. Probably not. Who's, who's number 10? Ron it's, Washington? It's, it's ridiculous. I don't know. Ron Washington was on the list. He was number nine or 10 or something like that. <clears throat> Ron Washington has two pennants. In eight years of coaching. His two pennants in eight years of coaching, correct? Right. So who what coach what teams did he coach? The Rangers. Okay. And he lost two World Series, correct? Yeah, probably. Based on his decision making? Yeah, maybe. But, but eight years you? though. Eight years. Not twenty five. Eight. Yeah. He'll he'll, he'll probably lost. figure he'll he'll Still probably lost. figure that out. He'll Still probably lost. figure that out. Yeah, you know who also lost? You know who's one and three in World Series? Dusty Baker. Made it four times. Okay. So if the Rockies okay, so, made it so four guy, times, you'd be upset. So the so the guy that you're the guy that's nine on the list, Miller Huggins, has made six pennants and won three World Series titles. Tight. He should be if he's a top ten of all time. <laughs> so here's here's a summary of Dusty's. Uh, uh, he was ranked six by the MLB. He was ranked sixteenth for best managers of all time. It says. Baker was a good player, earning all-star invitations twice, but he's also won manager of the year honors three times across stints with five different teams. He's the manager. He's the first manager in MLB history to not only make the playoffs with five different teams, but to also win division titles with five different teams. In other words, he wins everywhere. 
And when he finally walks away, he'll do so with over 2,000 Except when he needs to wins. win. Except when he needs to win. He wins. Great. He wins the division. He wins over 90 games with different teams. Great. Good job, Dusty. You did it. You're a Dave Roberts who travels around the league. Look, look at this. Number seven on the list, 40 postseason, 46 postseason games. Miller Huggins, what is it, 20? So that's 33 postseason games. Ron Washington, also 33 postseason games. Like, they're, they're not even playing that many games. And yet they've won, they, like, Miller Huggins has won World Series. Joe McCarthy has 43 postseason games. Terry Francona has 45 postseason games. Steve Baker. See Dusty. It's the old Dusty. This dude, fucking... hey, Joe Torrey was a perennial. Just 84 and 58 in the playoffs. That's a fuck ton of fuck ton of games. Now I gotta search manager because he was also a fucking player. <laughs> I Steve think we Baker. I think we beat a beat a dead horse. I'm just not going to sit here and act like all these other managers are great. If we had more great managers, we'd be less upset at Dave Roberts. We, but we have old chuckle fucking Tampa who won't let a fucking ace who's dealing. He'll, they'll pull him in the sixth because that's what they do in Tampa. Dusty, Dusty Baker, 97 games. 97 postseason games. And he wins 52 of them. And still above 500. The most, uh, almost... Aside from Joe Torrey, the most on this list. Yes. And how many how many World Series does Joe Torrey have? Well, he played he coached the Yankees. So. I mean, just an out. Probably actually, I don't think he has that much. I, I think he has three or four, or maybe it's maybe. Oh, he has four. he has four. It's yeah. four, yeah. And he coached the Yankees. And he coached the Yankees. The outrageous that's, Yankees. That's how somebody wins with good teams. Those teams, the Giants do not compare to those Yankees teams. They were the best team in baseball during their reign. The Giants were. I don't agree with that. That Giants team is not as good as everyone thinks it is. Okay. I think they were good because Dusty Baker got him there. He got a bunch of fucking schmoes to perform. I disagree. I firmly am not saying Dusty Baker is a bad manager. That's okay. crazy talk. Okay. That's crazy talk. Okay. We're defending. We're, it, it, we're talking about Ron Washington, Mr. Fucking blows it in back-to-back World Series to the same goddamn player who did nothing else in the rest of his career. No chance. No chance. There's no chance I'm don't saying. You, don't you shit on David Eckstein like that. This, this, this podcast will not allow shitting on David Eckstein for you to make a point. David Eckstein? No, I thought it was David Freeze. Was it David Freeze back then? Because the, the Rangers went, they went back to back, and both were against the Cardinals, wasn't it? It was both against the Cardinals, correct? <laughs> I thought it was David. I thought it was David Eckstein, though. Uh, Eric, can you look that us up for us? Was it was David Freeze who who pimped the Rangers back to back? Was it? Am I just? Am I tripping? Was it back to back World Series or was it back to back games in one World Series? It was back-to-back World Series to clinch the World Series. It was the same dude and same style play to end it both World Series. Right. For the okay. for the Rangers. Can you tell us what the name of that dude is? <laughs> I'm now, looking it now, up right now. Now Nick and I are like, who the, 
I thought it was David Freeze. I'm not sure why. I remember vehemently because I had just moved to Virginia for one of them and I didn't even have a couch. So I was like watching the World Series on this fucking free television I got off. Like That's off, back off. when the World Series was entertaining. Craigslist. I was sitting on the floor like rooting for the Rangers even though I had no dog in the race. I was just like, yo, I want to see the Rangers win. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, shout out Ron Washington, born in New Orleans, Louisiana. Also 70 years old. My fuck. David, it was David Freese. That's right. I am now the fucking the- baseball expert of the podcast. You're welcome, Nick. All right. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's listen to a guy that says Dusty Baker's a good manager. Great. I didn't say he was a good manager. I said he was not a bad manager. That is the difference. Do you think Dave Roberts is a bad manager? Oh, dude, Dave Roberts is legit. Then Dusty bad. Baker's a bad manager. No, he's not. No, he's not. Okay. Let's let's move on then. Bro, I'm just saying the talent on these Dodgers teams is just there's a reason why we pick them every year to win the World Series and then they don't fucking do it, bro. I picked the uh, Astros this year. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you pick the didn't you pick the Dodgers to make the World Series when we did our our mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked the Astros to beat them. No, no, no. I'm talking about the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. You said the yeah. Dodgers were winning it all. Beginning yeah, be, beginning of the year I said Phillies Astros <laughs> I said Astros win in six. I picked it. Yo, I really wish you did say that. That'd be so sick, dude. <laughs> Yo, I'd be I would literally be running around right now like the world's ending. The world is ending, bro. Like, let's go. There's no point. Don't go to work tomorrow. The world's over. Nick called it, bro. <laughs> Alright, we're just gonna push the uh we'll do the review before we get into the to the next week so we'll wrap this podcast here <laughs> now that we've argued about dusty baker fuck so dusty baker all right all right before we go nick <laughs> we'll get you a dusty baker jersey bro <laughs> fuck, i don't want no goddamn dusty baker jersey fucking wearing batting gloves in the fucking batting gloves and, and, and sweat fucking cuffs Fuck Yo, Dusty Baker. Hey, shout out Dusty Baker for managing a successful team. The opposite of what Joe Biden can I do will at the same well, age. Okay, yeah. That's true, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Okay. <laughs> Dusty Baker for president. Because if you can manage a baseball team at 73, you can manage a fucking country. Well, much better than who we've got doing it now. Hey, look, we could agree on this. Dusty ba- Baker, uh, I don't think he's a bad manager. You think he's a bad manager, but we can agree on this. Dusty Baker for president. Bro. Dusty Baker better than Joe Biden. If you swap roles, Dusty Baker is a better president than Joe Biden is a baseball manager. 1,000%. Joe, Biden, Joe Biden doesn't win a World Series with his Astros team. <laughs> and if that's political commentary, I'm sorry. <laughs> You gotta I didn't love. Even think that I get. I didn't even think that I get yelled at for that today. But <laughs> you, you gotta love how we're ta- we somehow mixed in election day to the right. World Series. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I'm trying to wrap this up, but before we go, uh, we're gonna go to you first, Eric. Way too early, 2023 World Series prediction. Prediction. I need you to pick your NL winner, your AL winner, and who wins it all. And I need you to write these down. All right, let me get my let me get a sheet pulled up here. So, I I want to start at end of season reviews. 
which we, we can do the baseball one um, next week or when we have time. But I want to go when, back. When the awards come out. I want to go back and review what we got right and what we got wrong and be the opposite of some of like the, the media that we that we deal with you know hold ourselves accountable like hey you totally missed this like my detroit tigers winning the world series yeah you totally missed that you totally missed i mean we all knew i was kidding when i was drunk but i bet money on it <laughs> <laughs> um all right so real quick off the dome uh nl braves al guardians no, no, I'm sorry. You're really sticking with this Guardians call, aren't you, bro? No, no, I rewind that. NL Padres, AL Guardians, Padres win. Well, you just got a firm just ugh from Nick. You can't pick a team in his division and, and he will accept it. It will not work. <laughs> all right, so you and you said Guardians win it all? Padres win it all. The Padres win it all. Hey, that's not out this outside the realm of possibility. All right, Nick, who do you got? All right, listen to me. Detroit. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, the AL. The White Sox hire a new up-and-coming manager who meshes with their young up-and-coming team. Coming team. White Sox win 105-plus games. White Sox are going to the World Series. In the NL, the Philadelphia Phillies realize – that they are that, that dudes, those dudes, they're going back. <laughs> Phillies, White Sox, <laughs> Phillies finally play like the Philadelphia team that we need them to see. And the Phillies win the World Series. <laughs> My goodness. Nick, <laughs> sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I keep coughing. But Nick, you cannot leave these two teams alone. For like the last four <laughs> years, you've been hitching your wagon. To My Miles Garrett picked like the White Sox are going to the World your Series. My guy been telling me about the White Sox for ages. Listen, if not for <laughs> old Mister Dy falls asleep during the game, they would have been great this year. It's gonna be the goddamn White Sox. <laughs> He's gonna stick to his game, dude. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm going to go with the team that wins the Jacob deGrom lottery out of the NL makes the World Series. And they take on the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> and the team that wins the Jacob deGrom lottery will also win the World Series. And uh, I think that's it for today's episode, right? Now, here's the question. Who's your pick if a team in the AL wins the uh, Jacob deGrom lottery? I don't think he goes to AL. By the way, the team I'm talking about is the Braves. I think the Braves signed Jacob deGrom. So I think the Braves beat the Blue Jays in the World Series next year. Okay. Um, who's my pick to, to land deGrom in the AL? Mm-hmm. And why is it the New York Yankees? It, it, it makes sense that it's the Yankees. <laughs> I don't know if he wants to go there. Yeah, well, Garrett Cole probably didn't want to go there, but then they 
they flat absolutely wanted to then they flash that money is listen not a lot of people want to go places and then they get shown that check with a lot of zeros i don't think jacob de is gonna have any issues getting that check i honestly think that I, honestly dude i think i'm going blue jays to sign de the, the, the Blue Jays have shown the penchant to spend money recently to go get people. And I think they go and get DeGrom. If, if it's not the Bra- it's the Braves. The Braves are going to sign DeGrom. Now, because, here's the question. Because that Just, means DeGrom gets to play the Mets over and over and over and over. So, so do we get to see Aaron Judge and Jacob DeGrom on the same team? Or on, Aaron- sorry, on opposite teams? Do they swap? So Aaron Judge goes to the Mets? And DeGrom goes to the Yankees? First of all, if that if you can find a bet that will let you do that, you should. I just want to see the odds on that bets. Dude, I, I think I think Aaron Judge goes to one of two places. New he York goes to New the Boston he goes to the Boston Red Sox or he goes across town to the Mets. Don't even sell the condo. The, the the Yankees fans thought they were fucking cool and they thought they were badass by booing Aaron Judge. That just lost you, Aaron Judge, in the playoffs. You think Aaron Judge leaves because of that? I want him to go to Boston. I would love Aaron Judge. I want him to go to Boston, Boston and just start slugging against the Yankees. I, I would love Aaron Judge in the Boston Red Sox <laughs> uniform. I that would make every game next year of every <laughs> oh. team must see TV because that would instantly revitalize the league. If I'm the if I'm Major League Baseball, if I'm Rob Manfred and the Houston Mafia. Fraud. Or sorry, the Manfred Mafia, I'm calling up Aaron Judge and telling him we're matching. Yeah, matching your salary if you go to the Red Sox. A hundred percent. You know how much I can market? My marketing team will be spinning all offseason. If you're juicing baseballs openly, you're not even like flagrantly (laughs) like hiding it. You're juicing openly. You won't let players juice. Yo, you got to get Aaron Judge to the Red Sox. Also, I will say this. If the Blue Jays don't get the Grom, I think the Blue Jays are all in on Rodon. I also think the Padres are all in on Rodon. I don't think the Padres have the cap room to get him. They'll spend money, bro. They're go- they're gonna do it. Yeah, but I don't think I I think they gotta trade some guys away, and I don't think they're willing to do it. They don't have. There's no cap in Major League Baseball. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna spend to get Rodon though. I think they will, bro. I think they will. Uh, well, maybe I'm just being wishful, but there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Braves win the World Series in 2023. That's it. We'll, we're just signing off until next World Series is over, and we'll <laughs> let you know how we how it goes there. Uh, we have nothing else for them, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for me. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon-Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs> We'll